Warning, the following podcast contains Scottish people and as a result, they will potentially use offensive language in their discussions. So don't be a and turn it up. This is the ICW Fans Podcast. Welcome to part two of Kez Evans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children over the age of 18, this is the ICW Fans Podcast. We're here for part two with Kez Evans. So, Kez, I'm just going to get right into this. We've got a couple of questions for you here. A lot of these are from fans, a lot from the listeners. Ugh. Aye. And I've got some things <laughs> he'd like to ask you. So, first question I've got from Fiona. Who's been the biggest inspiration in ICW for you and who's helped you the most? Me. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's it. Cool, thank you. Next question from Brian. Lionheart had such an influence on you as a trainer and on your mm-hmm. career. What lessons did you take from him that's going to carry throughout the rest of your career as you go forward? Right. Uh, I'll draw back the curtain here. I don't, I'm, I'm not a big fan of using these, type, these types of terms and telling this type of story, but I think it will do Lionheart, Adrian, Justice... Mm-hmm. And I know it's corny to say, but see, if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would be where I'm at today. Because without Lionheart, I wouldn't be a heel, a bad guy. Okay. Because when I started, I was a good guy. Sorry. I was fine. I'd done what I could. Yeah. I was a good opening match. Good opener. That's what I knew I was good at. And then one day in training, it was probably two years into it. Mm-hmm. Just a wee drill, switching back and forth. One person plays good guy, one person plays bad. Then right. after that, feedback, he just, first thing he said was, you'd be so much better as a bad guy, as a heel. And BT agreed and said aye. And then for then on, I think, that was when we just started, because we were still doing our, what would they call it again? Night of the Asylums oh, and yeah. uh, Five Pound Wrestling. Yeah. Aye, yeah. And then I think for then, I think we had like a show the month after, or at the end of the month, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I think they all go together and says, Can we switch case? Mm-hmm. And I turned on Leighton. And then, yeah, the ball started rolling there. And if I didn't turn then, I wouldn't have got to fight. Uh, Ken Anderson, I know. Because that yeah, was like, no, like a month after I turned heel. They all, it was during the training session and I I didn't have my phone on me. And everybody came up and they were like, oh, well done, well done. Because <laughs> we, we all knew, like, because we had Mr. Anderson for a seminar. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what happened back then was we'd have a seminar and then they'd have a match. But we, all the trainees at that time thought, 
oh, it's got to be one of the coaches. Aye, aye. And then during the, I think it was a Thursday, and they all went, oh, well done, well done, well done in the match. And I'm like, oh, what's fucking going on? Because yeah. the coaches didn't even tell me either. <laughs> and I just saw, I just saw on our private page at the card, mm-hmm. and it was me at the top, and I'm like, fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I injured myself, like, Aye. a week later. Yeah. Still done the match, but now my shoulders are a bit fucked because <laughs> I didn't take the time off because they took me off a show before and then put me on my Anderson because I specifically asked, don't take me off it, please, yeah. don't take me off it. So I gone back, I went on a wee tangent now, oh, but I, I, if it wasn't for Adrian and BT, as much as I hate saying that name, mm-hmm. Aye, I wouldn't be where I'm other day because I would have probably still. Uh, my issue was back then that I was very complacent and okay. wasn't wanting. I'm like that now. Like if I like doing something, I'll stick to it. Aye. And what I done there was I was a good guy. I liked. I tried to be basically see Sami Zayn when he started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to be like that, but I'm like, why am I not connecting? the fans as much then I realised oh I'm because I'm a fucking cunt (laughs) (laughs) and it took for Lionheart to say that and then me trying out for a match to then realising aye I'm pretty good at being a fucking cunt aye (laughs) and I don't need to do as much I can make the other guy look better because that's in my opinion that's what a heel's job is yeah. yeah, to make the baby face look good. Mm-hmm. Nice. If a heel comes out and their job, they think their job is to go out there and steal the show. I don't think you're a good heel. Okay. If you go out and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be this." You're not a heel to me. Why? Why would I? Like, I don't want matches. See, every match that I have, I don't want folk leaving that venue to go, oh, that Kez Evans match was fucking brilliant. Aye, right. I want them yeah, to go, I'm fucking raging that he won again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to pay a ticket to go to the next show to see him lose because that's what I want to fucking see. That's that's how I think heels should be nowadays. I hate the cool heel. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not a heel. That's why I'm. I take pride in what I do. Good. I, I don't usually boast, but I'm pretty good at what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We've got many, many more <coughs> fan questions about <laughs> this. We'll get to in a little bit. We'll see what they think. God. So you mentioned an injury there mm-hmm. a little bit before Ken Anderson. So <coughs> how did it feel to win the square goal in the manner you did <laughs> with it? Because obviously it was a wee ankle injury there, allegedly. Um, mm-hmm. And how did it feel getting that kind of reaction? Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously one of the ones. It is a big, big jump. I mean, I I did face I face Ilya at Fear mm-hmm. the month prior or two months, sorry. So it didn't feel like a big, <clears throat> random jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was getting established then, mm-hmm. but it is one of the ones where. How are they going to react? 
they're going to shit on it. They're going to just all leave and no care. No. So, me doing that ankle thing, I've got, if there's one thing you should know about me, I've got very flexible ankles. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you pause and look at that 40, it does look legit. Mm-hmm. But I'm absolutely fine. Cool. Cool. But aye, it was <clears throat> extremely long because they didn't have the fucking briefcase next to Simon. They had aye. it all the way in the back. <laughs> so, if you go back and watch that, me pacing around the ring, that's me waiting on the briefcase. And that was me just legit hyped up. Fucking aye. like, here we fucking Let's go. Fucking I've, I've, I've won this briefcase. Fans are fucking raging. They're all fucking. Oh, I, I, I think I was hanging over the front of the barrier, just fucking raging. I mean, the reaction when, you, when, when the last competitor was finally through an injury and then it's just pop up. Mm-hmm. Last person's out of the ropes. And there is almost a sudden cheer and pop for the fans, but it dies down. It's not like a, a major thing. And then when you get the briefcase and you leave, it's just. Middle fingers, screaming, bawling, fan, and like every single fan at racing ringside in your face. And I think it was like quite a surprise, like, yes, fuck, it's Kez, it's one, shit, <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. Aye. <clears throat> it's, it, it just turns on a knife edge, basically. I think it was like a surprise pop. I'm like, oh, yeah, great. Oh, wait, no, hold on a minute, it's Kez. No, we fucking hate him. Hmm. And <laughs> as you say, like, most people probably went to the next show to buy a ticket to hopefully aye, see you lose exactly it. see somebody slap them about. Aye. Aye. It's not <laughs> happened yet, but <laughs> yeah, they can still well. keep buying tickets. It's not going to happen many times soon. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. So another one from you. This is just a question from us in general. Um, what was it like going back to the, well, the now very upgraded asylum for the fight clubs? Um, also, it was quite unknown, foreseeable at the time to be a wrestler in front of, you know, an empty arena, you spent a lot of time doing that. What's you know, what was that like? Uh, surreal, it's, it's so weird because obviously you've been doing it for so many. Like, I don't know how folk that have been doing it for 15 years and that mm. felt doing empty arena matches yeah. all the time essentially. Cause you could see some of their faces just like, what the fuck is happening? Oh. So it was very, very strange at first. But honestly, I think it's a blessing for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe for others or not, I'm not going to say it is. I'm not going to say. Like, for me, I improved a lot of things because there was no fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want complete silence for an hour and a half with matches. Yeah. Mere vocal. Yeah. Work on the wee things that folk would they notice on a live show. Mm-hmm. Even promos. Um, I've still struggled that's one of the things that I will always need to improve is promos because I flub my words a lot you'll notice with even recent promos there's always going to be one word that I fucking struggle with yeah. <laughs> okay but I can't say I've noticed I'll be honest ah uh, but if you watch it back and I'll say the word you'll go alright oh, <laughs> and it's one of the ones I'll say it and I'll panic and I'll just rush on to the next one that's my thing if it wasn't for these shows, I probably wouldn't have improved so mm-hmm. much. I like, I honestly think, see, during these closed tapings, I've improved 10 times more than what I was yeah. before, hon. Mm-hmm. Because it is a completely different environment. You do need to change 
how you'd normally work. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you you're normally tailored to perform in front of Ah, you maybe get a reaction yeah. to somebody that's not yeah. there now. So. Yeah. So now you need to perform for the telly, for who's watching there. So you need to start focusing on other things. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, at the time, it was shite. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. Okay. Because, yeah. obviously, I miss all the fucking smelly right. fans. <laughs> but I don't miss the smell, the fucking... It's called shampoo. It's called fucking soap. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> but I miss winding them up. Yeah. So, for me to go out there and there's nothing, it was weird, but... Looking back, but, uh, I it's that not knowing if you're getting the reactions that you're wanting to get because you're. But looking back, I have improved my in-ring work, yeah, and my promos as well because I had to get out my comfort zone mm-hmm. because I it's easy doing a promo in front of <coughs> fans and you don't need to focus on one person, mm-hmm. but to go out in front of no fans and knowing. <coughs> that there's two or three folk back there that are definitely watching. Yeah. Yeah. I know it, I know it sounds weird, but see, the less people that are watching, the more pressure it is when you're doing like a promo. Mm-hmm. Aye, no, I can imagine you know what that. I mean? aye, aye. Whereas if it's a big crowd and they're going to fucking react to whatever you say. And you get you get the buzz for it, it keeps mm-hmm. you going, but it's, like, it's two people just staring at you. Aye. No, aye. I get that, I get that. Aye. So... And plus, it looked the setting that were fucking. It's incredible, beautiful. Aye, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Aye. So that wasn't an issue. It was just the whole. And plus, it's cold in there. It's even there's no mm-hmm. enough folk. Fifty folk. Aye. Cold. And you get blown up. Well, I don't get blown up easily. No. Because I'm fit as fuck. Mm. Top guy. Top guy. Top guy. Aye, I mean it was. I mean, when we used to go to the night of asylum shows, not it was. It was freezing cold so mm. you know a fight club taking more harder matches and, yeah, can imagine. you know even ICW barred so mm-hmm. I can imagine and as you, it, it was a blessing in disguise basically aye. at the time we were like right how are we going to make this work so that's the good thing about ICW and the wrestlers in it the only time I'll fucking big up the other workers because mm. I hate them all <laughs> is we all know how to make things work yeah We've no fans. Right, how are we going to make this work? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like, we know how to adapt. That's the beauty of ICW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it was a challenge, but honestly, if you go back and watch a good chunky that that time, mm-hmm. they're all solid. They're all solid yep. episodes. Good mark. Yeah. And plus, it's brought up a fair new, like, new folk, bringing in new folk yeah. into that environment. And they've mm. they've shun. It's again a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. So it's glad, glad. Uh, it's been adapted and you know, fair and loving. Yeah. You had many, many up and talent, up and coming names for GPWA, like Cairo, mm-hmm. Charles Vice. You've got other people, Ian Skinner, Angel Hayes, Moxie Malone, Moxie Malone, and everything. The Rock and the the network, um, the manifesto as well. It's. As you say, it's a blessing in disguise. It's brought a lot of talent. Obviously, you're your NXT UK guys. Zero, don't forget Zero. Oh, hell uh, yes. 
Right. Yes. His character is. Yes. Aye. Stresses me out a bit. Aye, but. <laughs> aye. If we could spend the next hour talking about Zero, I'd be happy. I I love Zero. Yeah. Because that en- that entrance alone. The entrance, yeah. Ugh. The twitching and the. I, 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 I was going to say, just his entrance is enough for you. Literally, you're just like. Mm. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> Absolute quality Brilliant. character yeah, worker. Yes. Very much so. It's proper, like, old school character. You know, the Undertaker, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like a proper character and uh-huh. you build into it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and people are genuinely, gen- genuinely a wee bit kind of creeped out. They're just uh, like, like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's the beauty of that new... So many upcoming yeah. talents. Yep, yeah. so many I... new upcoming talents. Well, you spoke a little bit about... <laughs> How much you fucking hate everyone. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> yourself and Craig Anthony. Who? <laughs> Who? The guy we you were in a cage with. <laughs> yes. What was that like? So, big fight through Legendary Barra's Market, the ballroom. You know, what was it like to kind of experience that with this, this person? Well, I've never ever been in a steel cage match until that match. That was my first ever time. And that was my first ever time performing in the Barrowlands, technically as well. So, couldn't he happen to a fucking greater guy, Craig Anthony? <laughs> I will say this, he did push me. He did push me to my limits. So I just had to break his fucking arm. And I've not seen him since. No, we have not. Isn't and all I know is it doesn't take that long to recover from a broken arm. So he's obviously just hiding away. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Pussy. Okay then. So, you've been fairly dominant within ICW for the last two years. It's safe to say. You've defeated many top stars, mm-hmm. many former heavyweight champions. You can name a few. DCT, BT Gun, Jackson, many, many more. But, who would you say right now is the biggest threat to your championship, right? Nobody. Okay, no one at all? No. Alright, thank you. That was a question from Louise. Stop asking ridiculous questions, Louise. Thank you. So, the manner you've won not only the 2020 square goal, the Zero G Championship, and most recently, the actual World Heavyweight Championship. Being a, a, bit, a bit questionable when you've done all of these. Would you call yourself the ultimate opportunist? No. What have I been saying for months now? What has been my... I'm not even going to say catchphrase... But what have I been saying? I've been saying everything I say, I do. I ain't going into specifics. I said I was going to win 2020. In fact, we'll go further back than that. I says I was going to beat Ilya. You did. I beat Ilya in eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Eight minutes. This is your current NXT UK champion. Beat him in eight minutes. I then says I was going to go into the 2020 square go and win it. What did I do? Won it. I won it. I then cashed in... And dominated the Zero-G division. Why? Because I says I was going to do it. And guess what? I done it. And now, most recently, I says I was going to take over ICW. And how do you do that? By winning... Ah, fuck. Excuse me? (laughs) Excuse me? Sorry, we appear to be getting interrupted there, but... I'm going to continue anyway. Aye, aye. Please do. By winning the ICW World Heavyweight Championship. What happened? You won it. You done it. Ultimate <laughs> opportunist is just people that are going to blame folk for doing something that they don't have the balls to do. 
I'd done all that stuff because I knew it would get results. Yeah. Did I fake an injury? So what? I won it. It's not going to come up in the win-loss record, asterisk, oh, he faked an injury. No, it's going to say Kez won this. Mm-hmm. Kez won that. Kez won that. So the ultimate opportunity is, nah. You just do what you say you're going to do. Yes. Basically, I'm saying I've got balls and the rest of them don't. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, back into a couple of questions for some of your fans and listeners. Ugh. One here from Lewis. And he would like to know, can he have a shot at your title? No. <laughs> okay, anything else? Yep. Stay up. Cool. Next one from Catherine. Who would you really like to see as your first victim for your title? Since you've just, you know, handled Wolfgang the way you have. It was so sweet as well. Because who was my first ever match six years ago in that very building? Who was my first ever opponent? Singles? Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Pure poetry. Yeah? Ah, yes, now he's challenging me for my world heavyweight title. Pure poetry. Honestly, any victim, I don't care. I really don't care. Because that's all they're going to be. Victims. victims. Yep. Okay. I mean, that was, what, Wolfie's second match back in ICW as well. So, I mean, Wolfgang is a well-known main star, but yeah. you're sort of... Not to court the shields, but putting him in a place that he's no longer. He might have been a top guy. That's no beat around the bush. He was my coach. Yeah. Was my coach. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot more when he was away. So him coming back, and he's obviously thinking, "Oh, this is just going to be his trainee. Yeah. He's just going to put him in his place." But nah. Cheers for the nucks, Wolfie. So I'm going to say, cheers for the nucks. Interesting, very interesting. Okay, thank you. So the next question I've got for you here then is from one of our listeners, Stephen. And uh, who would you like to face one day in ICW? As in anybody, anybody at all, anybody. Just because it would piss folk off, uh, Drew, <laughs> <laughs> Drew McIntyre or Galloway, if you want to be one of those folk. But I, Drew. Just so I could see the look on folks' faces when I beat them. Oh. I would like to think it'd be the same atmosphere as Lesnar Taker. If I did. No, not if I did. When? When. When I beat him. When you beat him. So I drew. That's my answer. Drew. Okay, cool. Cheers. And that kind of kicks into Westy's question as well, if you go to pick a... Ah, well, tough. They asked it first, Louise. Um. What event would it be? I don't know that question for. Would it be Square Go? Would it be Fair because Morgan? it means so much to me, and because I debuted on it, Shugs, Shugs, right? Kez versus Drew, Shugs, World Heavyweight, ICW Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Yes, nice okay. so Shugs. Could happen. Okay, so got a question here from Reese. What would your dream match be, and what would the finish to that match be? Match with Eddie Guerrero, and the finish should be whatever he wants it to be, because I would just be... <laughs> oh, it would oh. have to be the DQ with the chair, wouldn't it? Aye, aye, aye yes. It would have to be that. <laughs> aye. But then I'd be so trying so hard not to mark it. I thought you were going to say happen with <laughs> No. Well, maybe aye. aye. But aye, Eddie, and it would be that fake DQ. Nice. Nice one. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, another one from one of our fans. Ryan, 
on our listeners. So you've won the Zero Z Championship. You're currently the reigning heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. If you had to change or decide to go after the tag titles, anyone you would like to tag with to do that? Kez Evans. Just you, an exact Yes, clone another of you. version of me. <clears throat> right, cool. Cool. Just an exact clone of you. Yep. Nobody else. Maybe like the two Undertakers. Aye, cool. Aye. We'll get a fake Kez Evans. Aye. What are your plans for ICW champion? And where do you see yourself in five years? My plans are whatever I want today. And for the next five years, whatever I want today. Thank you. I'm thank sorry, Louise, if you've not enjoyed my answers, but I just don't care. <laughs> I don't care, hen. <laughs> That's what you're lucky that I'm answering them. So, okay, thank you. So, you've got some previous merch. Yes. Uh, Enemy for life. Mm-hmm. More and more, we're recently seeing this in your actions. Definitely, especially with BT Gun as of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see more of this throughout your career? Do you think it could have repercussions for you later down the line? or I don't think me and BT are ever going to stop. I don't think it's ever going to end. So, like, was that... Yeah, I mean, let's face it, BT Gun's an icon. Mm-hmm. SW's, there's not another person in the company that's done anything that he has done, but throughout his career and the matches he's been in, you... I've done the most damage to him. Aye, you're the only person that's yeah. not only put him on the shelf once, but you nearly, pretty much nearly ended his career. Mm-hmm. And then most yes, recently, you you had the building evacuated. You tried to, <clears throat> I can only imagine, crush his windpipe with a chair. And you stood there, not even smiling, you just stood there and watched it. But Well, here's the context. Why do you think I'm like that, Wim? Well, see, this is the thing. It's, it's, you're the enemy for life. I mean, you've, you've already took it Craig Anthony. So is this a, is it going to be a case of you just keep reoccurring and as you say it's never going to end with BT? I hold grudges, mate. See how this all started. When he was undisputed champion, he uh-huh. took me under his wing. Even before that, before all that, the undisputed championship, he took me under his wing. He says he was going to get me bookings. He says he was going to do this. He was going to do that for me. And I, being an idiot I was, I believed it. Done it for months under his wing. Carrying his fucking bags, helping him with after matches, helping him train, all that. And then he became undisputed champion. What happened? Pushed to the wayside. Okay. Oh, I can't yeah. do that right now, Kez. I'm too busy. Oh, I can't train. Too busy. Oh, I can't get you that booking. Yet yeah, he promised me all this stuff. He promised me, promised me, promised me. And then just pushed me to one side. So that's why I done what I done at Shugs all those years ago. Mm-hmm. that's why I'm still holding a grudge now because he's never fucking said sorry he never thinks he's on the bad side so what if he did apologise would that change things no no make it worse yeah, well he's took too long to fucking realise it mm-hmm. and to be honest I don't think he ever will realise it yeah. because if you've been listening to what I've been saying about him he's too fucking stubborn too stubborn too set in his ways I know what he's like mm-hmm. I've trained with him for years I know what he's like too stubborn. He'll never change. Therefore, I'll never change. It's like Batman and Joker. Except he's just a fucking joke. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Okay. Okay, thank you. So, 10th annual square goal is coming up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You are about to face off against Mark Haskins. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts and opinions going into that match? Do you think Vicky being at ringside? 
could cause some issues, despite the new match rules we've got imposed, do you think? I'll say this to Vicky right now, she better stand at the wayside. Because mm-hmm. what I'm going to do to Mark is going to be ten times worse if she tries to get fucking involved. Mm. Right? No knocking, Mark. Mark's a well-travelled name. Oh, definitely. He's made his name in the US. He's reigned over Ireland. He's currently doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking stranglehold on that place. <coughs> he's took over in London, in England, and now he's trying to come up here and do the same. Nah. Nah, nah, pal. He doesn't realise when he walks into Scotland, when he walks in, steps his pinky toe into Scotland, he is now in my fucking world. <laughs> and I don't think he realises that I will do whatever the fuck I want, whatever I can, to make sure that I am still the world heavyweight champion. And I don't think he'll realise that until the very last second of that match. Yeah. When whatever I do is going to fuck him up so, so badly. So I. Okay. Mark, bring it on. I need the top talent to show that I am better than the top talent. And Mark, Mark's a top talent. I'm better okay interesting interesting well I do have one more question mm-hmm. um, but I'll, I'm going to circle back to it I'm going to circle back to it <laughs> first of all uh, I'm going to ask anyone in the room present right now <coughs> anyone get any questions they would like to ask anything you'd like to know now is your time gentlemen I don't know why everybody looks at me even he's sitting right there I can see him why is he all looking at me I'm just looking around just the room looking around the room you get any questions no, I'm good. I think you should ask the last question. No, no. I don't think I've no, no, yeah, the last question. I'll, I'll get we'll to that get in a minute. Did we mention the, the, the new rules and kind of what your thoughts were on the new rules? I approve. Aye. Yes. Do you approve of all of them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Too much fucking chaos. Don't know what the rules are. Folk are just doing whatever the fuck they want. What's stopping somebody from coming in with a fucking sledgehammer and trying to cave my skull in? You don't want that happening to your world champion. So I approve of, I don't know what Theo calls him, I like to call him Theo's Law, but I approve of Theo's Law. Okay. Okay. So, just quickly then, before I get to this last question, mm-hmm. um, anything you want to ask us? No, what's the last question? That's why I Okay. Why he's kind of dancing around that question. Right, okay. It? So the last question, by the way, everyone that's out there, um, Kez, where can we find you on social media? Twitter. Kez Evans 95 Instagram Kez Evans 95 Facebook Kez Evans Brilliant So you've heard them Please go and follow Kez On all of his social medias Every platform All his socials you can find (coughs) So this last question We've got for you It is Mm -hmm. No doubt The biggest And most requested question We have had Um, It came from At least 12 Different people (laughs) Right (laughs) So I've not written all the names down, but that question is, right. why are you such a fucking asshole? <laughs> oh, no, no, hold on. Oh, no, are you just kidding me, man? <clears throat> no, no, what are you laughing for? No, what? I'm being just serious, a, what are you laughing for? Just because you get asked You've yeah. dragged me out my bed, out of training. I've fucking, like, came here. How long have I been here for? A couple of hours. Took three hours out my day that I could have been training, eating well, and you think that's fucking funny asking that one quick. I've, when I've poured my fucking heart and soul out trying to make this a good product, and you're fucking laughing at me, asking me a stupid question like that. When you or 
Yous all know that that would get a rise with me. So why? I thought yous were professionals. No, no. Like, you were laughing before it. You knew yous had that waiting all this time. And yous are, yous are fucking making me look... Nah, right. You're welcome for the time. I'm done. Right. Bye. Uh, I mean, uh, fuck. Well, just cut it, Craig. Just cut it. Cut it there. So that was part two with Kez Evans. So we would like to apologise for Kez's behaviour there. We didn't mean to offend, and we apologise to any fans that were not satisfied with how that situation was dealt. Thank you for listening anyway, and we'll catch you next time on the ICW Fans Podcast.